Welcome to Keyword on the Street podcast, presenting the latest developments in the world of SEO and digital marketing. Keyword on the Street is brought to you by Lance Montana, a digital marketing agency based in Brisbane, Australia. Hi, and welcome to another episode of Keyword on the Street. My name is Lawrence Wood, and I'm here with Grace. Hello. Hi, Grace. Uh, this is our second episode of Keyword on the Street, a podcast where we get deep into the ins and outs of SEO. Uh, presented by our agency, Lance Montana. And on the menu today, we have uh, the subject of backlinks, which is a hugely important part of SEO. It's uh, full of controversy and mystery, and uh, it's certainly uh, misunderstood by many people, but it is uh, a massively important part of uh, SEO. So um, we're going to discuss what a link actually is um, and uh, why you should get them, how you should get them, what not to do, and, uh, and just get deep into this uh, uh, this important part of SEO. So nice, okay, Grace, let's do it. Yeah, alrighty. So first things first, what is a backlink? That's very easy, and uh, it's crazy how many people get confused with this. Okay, so there's nothing to fear about backlinks. All a backlink is is a link from one website back to your website. Mm-hmm. Okay, yep. so uh, if you have a link on your website that's going out to another website, that's not a backlink to you, but it's a backlink to that person. Yeah, so you're doing them a big favor. That's right, you're giving them a backlink. You need to think if the link is coming back to you, okay? That's what makes a backlink. Um, So, um, the other kind of link not to get confused with when we're talking about backlinks are internal links, Mm -hmm. yeah? Mm -hmm. Um, And internal links are actually really important for SEO as well, Grace, as you well know, Mm -hmm. um, and they're links on one website um, to another page or to another position on a page within that same website. Yep, so if you've got a blog article about backlinks and you mention, say, uh, anchor text, the importance of that, you've got a whole other blog article about that, you might link to that. Um, And that would be an internal link. Exactly right. And we'll probably end up doing another episode on uh, internal links. (laughs) (laughs) And anchor text, yep. Um, But for the purposes of today, we're going to execute laser-like focus on backlinks Mm -hmm. alone. Okay, so, um, Grace, you know that there's good and bad backlinks out there. Yes, Yes. definitely. Now, what, uh, what makes a good backlink? Uh, So, a good backlink, um, you'd want it to be coming from a really reputable site. Mm -hmm. Uh, That's probably the first and foremost, the most important thing about building backlinks Mm -hmm. is that um, you you don't want to have all sorts of dodgy links from dodgy sites coming back to your website that's not going to look very good for you. I actually saw, just to to give people a bit more of an understanding of what a dodgy site might be and Mm -hmm. what a reputable site might be, um, actually saw a super dodgy site yesterday. A friend of mine sent me a link um, saying, "Is this site for real?" And um, and you know that immediately um, aroused my curiosity, and I uh, clicked on the link. And what it was was a totally dodgy site, which is um, made to um, just strip money out of unsuspecting people. And uh, what it does is take photos of um, popular products, uh, pops it up on the site, and then um, uh, offers to sell it for you know, a fraction of the cost of what they actually really cost. And it looks like, for all intents and purposes, it looks like a proper e-commerce site, but if you look closely enough, all the signs are there 
that this is a super dodgy site and that you should never ever ever give them your credit card details. So oh, some wow. of the yeah. Mm. So some of the signs are things like um, spelling mistakes mm. and you know poorly constructed content. Um, there are errors on certain pages, display glitches. There were pages that didn't have any content at all. Mm -hmm. But if you, what they were doing, and the way my friend had found this site is that they'd actually um, created a targeted Instagram campaign with ads, and he'd clicked on that ad, he'd come to a landing page on this site, which looked pretty good. Like you look at it initially and you go, this just looks like any standard e-commerce site. It's got all the little PayPal and MasterCard and Visa brand stamps that give you that kind of assurance and credibility that, yeah, that it's cool. Yeah, yeah. And you look a little bit deeper, peel back the covers and it's yeah, rotten in the core. And um, you can do a domain public record check through a tool called whois.com or whois.com.au if it's uh, Australian records that you're looking at okay, to yeah. get a little bit more information about the owners of the domain. Mm -hmm. And uh, sure enough, um, when I checked that out, they had employed some um, masking so that you couldn't get any more information from those records about them, which is another um, big red kind of, flag. Yeah, big yeah. red flag. Um, so yeah, that is a dodgy site. That you know, getting uh, getting a link from that site is going to be uh, useless or deleterious compared to getting um, a link from you know a really well respected large website that gets heaps of traffic. Mm, yeah, because um, you'd think that Google eventually will figure out that this site is, you know, um, dodgy for everyone and they'll yeah. treat it accordingly. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so that's right. So a good backlink um, comes from a trustworthy source. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, and a good backlink uh, has traffic through it. That's the main thing, really, when you're looking at whether a backlink is uh, is useful or valuable, the most valuable backlinks you can possibly get are ones that people actually click on. Mm -hmm. okay. yeah, yeah. yeah. So there's all kinds of different ways to get backlinks, but uh, when, when it comes to uh, acquiring or building backlinks that actually generate traffic through to your website, it's a whole different ball band. Mm -hmm. um, and those are the links that you want to go after. Those are the ones that are really going to help, um, you know, rocket your website up through the uh, the stratospheric uh, depths of the uh, Google search engine results pages. Um, so, uh, so I guess there, um, in order to get the traffic, you'd want to make sure that the backlinks are on the relevant sites. Yeah. So because if yeah. you're, you know, posting uh, backlinks to a site in, in, in an industry that's completely different to yours, it's probably not going to get you much of the traffic that you'd really want to be getting. That's right. So you're talking about the relevance of the sector. Yes. Yeah. Which yes. is which is uh, super important. Yeah. So. Uh, we talk about the relevance of a link, and when we talk about the relevance, you know, that's got to be in uh, in respect to something, right? And, and we're talking about it uh, being with respect to your keyword strategy. Mm. So, mm -hmm. you know, when you look at, um, you know, say you want to have better Google rankings or you want to have more profile in Google, that's for particular search queries that you're talking about uh, or keywords. Um, so, the more relevant a website is that you get that you would like to have a backlink on back to your website to the search queries or the keywords that you want to rank for the better the more uh, value you're going to get out of that backlink mm -hmm. yeah brilliant yeah so we've got trust relevance traffic that makes a good mm -hmm. backlink we've also got a point here diversity mm -hmm. yep so uh essentially google are um you know pretty onto it and uh, if you were to go out there and get 
100 links on the same web page from your buddy up the street <laughs> that you, you know, bought a copy and, uh, and gave a wink and a nudge to, um, Google would go, hang on a second, is that really uh, a sign of um, you know, popularity and reputational relevance compared to somebody that has a link on 100 different websites and they're going to say no? Yeah, 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 it doesn't look very genuine. Mm-hmm. That's right. So diversity uh, relates to uh, where your links are coming from, where your backlinks are coming from, um, and the kind of links that you're getting as well. You know whether they're image links, and uh, you know whether those links are do follow or no follow. Whether they are, uh, you know, in um, in comment sections of websites, or whether they're in, you know. Product listings, um, you know mm-hmm. whether they're in domains um, that you know Google uh, gives a fair bit of value to, like you know .gov or .edu, mm-hmm. or whether they're coming from you know commercial domains, um, top tier domains, TLDs like .com or some of the newer ones. All of that, all, all of those contribute to um, you know a diverse, natural looking backlink profile. Yeah. Okay. So targeting a bit of everything. Yeah, for sure, because if you were to undertake no search engine optimization whatsoever, um, but you were to you know, put a lot of effort into building a brand and a business and um, engage with your community um, over the years, you are going to accrue backlinks. It's something that does happen naturally. Um, and so the act of SEO uh, encompasses a whole lot of different services in, in in terms of trying to uh, you know improve the position of your business in Google search results and with regards to backlink building, what you want to do is make sure that you are doing it in such a way that um, is considered natural by yeah. Google. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, because if you don't, you can run afoul of um, their policies and a specific uh, algorithm uh, that they have called Penguin. Mm-hmm. And I always think of that evil little penguin character from Batman. When I envisage uh, the Google uh, Penguin update, uh, because uh, it, you know, it's it it came in uh, with a splash, mind the pun, in two thousand and twelve, uh, in response to a huge amount of uh, link buying and link farming and link networks yep. that were being developed um, uh, and um, to kind of artificially boost rankings by people trying to game the system, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and. Um, and so Google got all over it in, in 2012, launched this update in which they were able to algorithmically determine whether people had natural backlink profiles and whether they were buying um, these dodgy links from, you know, often, um, uh, you know, just nonsensical websites that had zero value, zero, you know, content on them whatsoever, but just, you know, hundreds of thousands of lists of links. And you still sort of see a little bit of that, you know, sites that say, you know, we'll build thousands of backlinks for you if yeah. you give us your credit card details. And, you know, it feels dodgy yeah. and it definitely will not do your site any favours either. Oh, yeah. The um, kind of seedy uh, underbelly of, uh, of link building is still in existence in a big way um, globally. I mean, um, there has been really good work by... Um, Scions of the industry like the Wizard of Moz, Rand Fishkin, who's been kind of uh, you know leading the way with education you know, around the world of of uh, why this is bad, why it's not uh, doing you any good, mm. and and how best to go about it. But unfortunately, there does still seem to be a huge amount of industry um, dedicated to it. But yeah, look, if you are going out there and 
and uh, paying somebody um, to, um, uh, to to build you links or give you backlinks, and they're not asking for any content mm. or you know or for that link to be kind of built in a con- in, in a contextual way that relates to an event that you're holding or something like that, yeah. then it could be dodgy and it could actually hurt your website rankings instead of improve it. Yeah, because um, yeah, you're going to lose the relevance, the traffic, the uh, the trust, or everything we talked yeah, about earlier. That's right, because um, yeah, the trust definitely works both ways. So Google has a uh, you know you can think of Google like Santa Claus. There's a naughty and a nice list, right? Um, and a lot of websites are on the naughty list. And if you're associated uh, via links with those websites, then uh, you're losing trust in the yeah. eyes of of Google as well. Um, you know, and it used to be that you know after Penguin was launched in 2012, um, if you uh, you know got in with the wrong crowd, got on the, the naughty list, look, it could take months for Google to um, actually recognise that you'd remove those links once you'd wised up and, and done and, and and you know did the right thing. Mm-hmm. The good news is that uh, since uh, September 2016, the the Penguin update. Um, in the Google search algorithm is, is essentially real time with the rest of the index. And so um, if you've uh, made a couple of missteps here or there and you've got some um, some shady links that you want to get rid of. It's uh, not the end of the world. It's not it's the okay. end of the world, that's right. And uh, and you can get back on track and, and uh, Google will recognize um, that you've got an improved, more trustworthy uh, backlink proof profile pretty much um, immediately. Okay, so we might put a resource in the show notes, um, just going into detail of how to backtrack if you've mm-hmm. had a, a bad backlink experience. Yeah, using the disavow tool. Sounds yep. great. Okay, okay, brilliant. Yeah, awesome. Um, look, how do you know if you've um, been negatively affected in Google search engine rankings by bad backlinks? Mm-hmm. Um, well, you will know in one or two ways, essentially. So um, if it's really bad, you're going to have what's called a manual action taken against you by Google. And if they do this, they'll let you know via a message in Google Search Console. Okay, so really important to have that one set up from the get-go. Absolutely, yeah. If you don't know what Google Search Console is, uh, it used to be called Google Webmaster Tools. Um, You may have heard of it um, by that name. Uh, essentially, it is an absolutely mandatory tool that you must use for every website um, you know that you own or manage. Um, it is the way that you communicate to Google about your website, and the way that they communicate, even more importantly, back to you. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, if you if Google have taken a, a manual action against your website because of bad backlinks, they will let you know via Google Search Console. Mm-hmm. Um, the other way you might find out is is by more of an automated algorithmic hit, um, and that would just be a, um, a a pretty noticeable massive drop in rankings in Google rankings. Yeah, um, which is why it's so important to track them. Yeah, on a regular basis. Oh, for sure, <laughs> yeah. for sure, and. Um, you know, and it could be to the point where you know you've got either pages or you know an entire you know website removed from the index entirely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So um, that's why 
you want to build back fence the right way so you don't arouse the ire of the uh, angry little penguin bird. Uh, oh, yeah, Google. and yeah. start seeing your website drop off the first page Ooh. of Google because that can be really detrimental yeah. for business, definitely. It certainly is. Um, so, you know, how should we go about building backlinks, Grace, if not um, by, uh, you know, spending $10 um, on some Ukrainian link file? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, the legitimate way, I guess, one of the... Uh, the things that we always recommend is to um, build local listings if your business has a store location in a particular city or town um, then it's really important to get that store um, and your website for the store uh, registered in local directories so um, whether that be uh, a city directory like brisbanedirectory.com i think it's called or um, the yellow pages things like that, they they will all be doing wonderful things for your backlink profile. Mm, for sure. And look, even if you don't have a physical uh, online space um, where you sell product, I would highly recommend that you set up uh, a local or, uh, listing, a physical address mm-hmm. that is related to your business uh, in in Google, through Google My Business. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And then, and then uh, use that uh, local address and contact details um, to proliferate out through these local listings that Grace is talking about. Now, every now and again, there is, you know, there comes a time where it kind of doesn't make sense, or it's really, really hard to associate a real physical address with um, with a website. Mm-hmm. But I would essentially urge everybody out there that's maybe in that position to press forward and get that address because it is just so much easier to rank a website with a, yeah, a physical address and that goes back to Google trying to establish trust. Yeah, credibility. Know, on, on websites and yeah. Credibility. Exactly right. So even if it's just an online store, maybe you might put your address as your head office. Yeah, Yeah. exactly right. Mm-hmm. Uh, people, uh, you know, if it's an online store, you need to have a shipping and returns policy, right? So, yes. you know, you're going to have to have a physical address there for people to return product to anyway in the unlikely event that they have an issue with your product. Yes, yeah. Um, so uh, the other the other kind of um, part of SEO that, um, you know, is not directly related to the backlink side of things but uh, is really important with those local listings and the Google My Business listing is that uh, if you have a GMB Google My Business listing, you know, and that displays in search results, it gets amazing real estate right at the top of the first page on the right-hand side, big, bold and beautiful. Yeah, it takes up a lot of space. And then we also see a correlation between um, if your uh, Google My Business pops up for a particular search term, then it's also likely that you'll turn up in the organic results as well. Exactly right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, so local listings, uh, absolutely. We might put some examples of um, some some websites that you can use in Australia um, that, that are great for local listings in our, in our show notes. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, Grace, have you got any other hot tips about um, uh, back and building the right way with a white hat on? Yeah, definitely. Um, another one we've got is to track your brand mentions. Mm-hmm. So if another business is mentioning uh, your business or your website in a blog post or um, uh, an information page, uh, basically you want to make sure that they're linking to your site. And if they're not, um, you can just send them an email and just say, hey, I'd love it if you could link to my website uh, here and here or mm-hmm. you know, wh- whatever you feel is appropriate. Um, nine times out of ten, they'll be happy to do that for you. For sure. I mean, it's just adding value. Basically, if you're mentioning somebody uh, on a website, um, it's useful to have a link. Yeah, yeah it's a better customer yeah. experience for their yeah. site. Yeah, definitely. So um, 
we'd recommend um, setting up a, a little alert on Google Alert. Um, that's really easy to set up. You can just get all the notifications of um, brand mentions of your site just sent straight to your email and then you can chase those up um, accordingly. Uh, there's also another site called Mention um, that's a sort of freemium model. So, mm-hmm. it's um, worthy of checking out. Yeah, sure. yeah, yeah, definitely. There's heaps of other tools there that do it, but the Google Alert is free, mm-hmm. uh, so definitely start there. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. Now, uh, another way to, um, to to build links correctly is to stay on top of redirects. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, so e-commerce uh, sites are examples of um, you know really dynamic content pools um, where products are being you know loaded and removed and changed all the time and um, you know outdated blog articles can be pulled down. So what what where's the opportunity here for link building? Uh, well, basically, um, if you do take down a, a blog article that's uh, out of date or a product page goes down, uh, every single link that exists on the internet to that page is is going to be you know broken now potentially it's going to show for a for yeah yeah and we google hates that because yeah, people google do the most, yeah right? yeah so um you're losing your backlink and you're also getting a broken link to your site which is a big mm-hmm. like no-go zone for mm-hmm. google so you want to make sure that you're putting in the correct redirects mm-hmm. um to the most similar content possible basically mm-hmm. so uh i have a um, you know, a product that I'm selling on my e-commerce site, I discontinue it yep. uh, because I've got a, a new, better product. And um, you're saying that essentially when I um, take down the old um, product, what mm-hmm. I should do is redirect that page to the new product page. Exactly. That way, yep. all of those links that are out there in existence are going to point straight through to the new product. Mm-hmm. We're not going to get any nasty 404s. And we're going to uh, maintain that backlink profile. Yeah, correct. Cool. So that's that's one side of it, right? In terms of maintaining uh, your own backlink profile, but this uh, staying on top of redirects um, scenario also has some nifty opportunities for people who are on the front foot, looking at competitors and other websites out there. So if you uh, use a tool like Ahrefs, I'm going to pronounce it correctly this time, <laughs> unlike in the first uh, episode of. Uh, uh, keyword on the street. Like um, all of us. <laughs> <laughs> um, or, you know, or a tool like Alexa or a Screaming Frog or, you know, Moz or there's heaps of ways uh, and, and tools out there that you can use to analyze the backlink profile of any website. Mm-hmm. If you go out there and, uh, and, and have a look at your competitors, you can actually see um, 404 um, issues that they've got right. You can see broken links um, coming back to them. You can reach out to those people and say, I noticed that you've got a broken link going through to you know my competitor. Um, they've removed that resource or that product or whatnot. Mm-hmm. Just like like to let you know about um, you know a, a great alternative that we've got on our website. Ah, yeah, so yeah, yeah. Uh, it's kind of uh, you know it's a pretty competitive kind of maneuver, mm-hmm. uh, but it's got uh, a couple of benefits in that. Obviously, you're getting uh, the opportunity to build. Uh, build these backlinks, and uh, you're also um, you know taking them away you know from a competitor competitor. So that's even better. Yeah, yeah. massive opportunity mm. to generate some website traffic. Definitely. Yeah. Okay, and then um, also, um, if you've got a whole heap of great content on your website, uh, make the most of it. Um, sort of get in touch with people that you think might like to have that content on their website. In mm. you know you might want to suggest that you do a guest blog post for them. 
uh, in exchange for a handful of backlinks. You know, everyone's really hungry for great content at the moment. So mm. um, if, if you're getting a couple of backlinks and they're getting a blog article, that's a pretty good deal for them. Yeah, absolutely. The content machine is hungry and uh, <laughs> can never be sated. And uh, that's right. Everybody out there is, is, uh, is, you know, is looking to create content and, and get great content. And really, when you look at um, backlink building, uh, in the modern era in 2018, you know, there's there's a, a really strong argument to be made that it's 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 just about content, mm-hmm. you know. So yeah. um, uh, creating great, uh, original, unique, relevant, useful content is the number one way for you to build backlinks. Now, mm-hmm. if you if you are creating content which is driving traffic, engaging people, and getting people talking, it's actually going to build links. For you. Yeah. You don't have to go out there and, 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 and build the link separately. You people, know, people will do that yeah, for you. Yeah, that's right. They're yeah. going to share it on social media, uh, which creating backlinks. Um, they're going to share it on you know uh, forums and blogs and comment sections and websites and, and uh, all the rest of it. And, and that itself is going to create um, create links back, back to your site. But hey, there's nothing wrong with uh, giving your content a bit of an extra uh, helping hand with uh, link building as well. So. Um, uh, if you uh, have a content marketing strategy and, a, and an editorial calendar, you know you're going to be creating um, content around a certain topic at a certain time. You can reach out, um, you know, ahead of that time to people that are going to, uh, you know, find that content to be useful or interesting or relevant to their audiences and target markets. Yeah. Let them know that it's it's coming up, and you might you might find that they've got an angle, um, you know, that you could take on it which would make it acceptable to them to post on their uh, platforms um, and, uh, and get those great links and uh, find new audiences for your products and your, and your content. Yeah, brilliant. Mm-hmm. Cool. So um, part and parcel of outreaching with your content is this whole, um, some would say, antiquated notion of guest blogging. Mm-hmm. Okay, so it's uh, kind of a lot of data and research out there that's, um, uh, you know, really strongly... Uh, um, proposed by, by a number of people saying that guest blogging is dead, that you shouldn't do it, and it yields uh, zero value. I disagree with that. I think that the whole um, area of guest blogging as a kind of a concept is too broad and diverse to be able to say yay or nay yeah. uh, that simply um, because for, to me, you know, guest blogging is, is just, you know, your voice on another website, mm. and so that could be any website, you know, really to to some degree. You know, what is a blog? Um, yeah, it's a it's a it's a kind of an ambiguous uh, definition. So, the old idea though of um, you know swapping content, you know, with reciprocal links on a pretty low grade um, blog that doesn't have any traffic um, from your mate up the road mm. is is. You know, is pretty useless, yeah. and, and that tactic, you know, was actually useful some years ago, um, but it's it's not really now. Now you need to be targeting, you know, the kind of websites that we uh, we talked about earlier on in the piece, you know, that have trust and relevance that are likely to actually uh, produce traffic back to your site. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So it all depends on where you decide yeah, to do your guest blogging. Yeah, yeah. That's right. Yeah, because obviously you're investing quite a bit of your time to create a blog post, so you want to make sure you're getting really good value for that. Yeah, totally. Yeah. yeah. And people are more ex- uh, obviously uh, um, keen to have exclusive rights to content. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're going out and putting the same um, blog content on a whole heap of different websites, it's likely that those websites that you're putting 
that content on don't either don't know mm. that you're putting that content on other websites and that's pretty shady yeah. or uh, they don't care and if that's the case they're probably not the kind of websites that are going to give you any value out of the backlinks back to your site anyway yeah exactly okay mm. speaking of the value of links mm -hmm. what's the term uh, that um, people use to talk about the value of a link the, uh, the value of the link. Yeah, link juice. Link juice, oh, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, no, we talked about that last time. Juice. Yeah, it's a gross <laughs> kind of uh, word. Um, but yeah, if you, if you hear of people talking about link juice, just to reiterate, all that means is that it's the value of a link, mm -hmm. you know, the value of a backlink back to your website. Yeah, yeah. And so um, I'm not sure, I don't think we talked about this earlier, but um, something that might be worth looking at there is the domain rating of a particular site to sort of see as an indicator how much weight a link on that site would hold back yeah, to your website. Yeah, absolutely. So there's a lot, there's a whole lot of different, um, you know, tools and platforms out there which, which um, rank domains mm -hmm. uh, and uh, to give you kind of a, um, a heuristic, a little rule of thumb uh, indicator of how valuable that website might be as a uh, source of a backlink back to your website. Mm -hmm. Ahrefs, um, you know, have their domain ranking. DR Moz have got a tool that do the same, and Alexa is one of the other biggest platforms out there, which uh, rank all the websites in the world for us, and and uh, you know have you know well developed mature uh, algorithms which um, try to rank those uh, websites on the basis of um, how they think Google is um, scrubbing value to them as well. Yeah, so handy little tool there, mm, definitely. Mm. Um, so we've talked about um, generating local listings mm -hmm. to build backlinks, um, having your Google My Business uh, account set up, um, tracking brand mentions through uh, setting up Google Alerts and using other um, platforms like Mention, mm -hmm. uh, staying on top of uh, redirects for your own site and checking out 404s to other sites that you might be able to take advantage take of. Over, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And there's also the opportunity to uh, post that content that you're creating on social media. Hey. Yeah, absolutely. So um, all the different social platforms are not created uh, equal in terms of the value that you can get from them for backlinks, but absolutely uh, any social media platform that uh, gets people talking about your brand or at least seeing you know, impressions of uh, content that you're putting out there is, is, is gonna be useful. Mm -hmm. um, some of the more useful social platforms when it comes to link juice, the value of the links that might be created on there are uh, LinkedIn mm -hmm. uh, and Pinterest and Google Plus. Ah, okay, yeah, yeah for yeah. sure. Um, so, uh, other uh, social networks like Facebook are more of a walled garden where uh, the, the links and the content in the website itself aren't uh, fully indexed by Google. Okay, so not as useful, but you're still going to be generating some website traffic and some you know, potential social shares and things like that, which are all good Absolutely. indicators to Google regardless. Yeah, for yep. sure. Um, generally speaking, um, uh, social media platform links are... Uh, very valuable in the eyes of Google. Mm -hmm. You know, they've um, even though they've kind of been in a little bit of a war with uh, you know some of the social media platforms over the over the years, mm -hmm. they've been um, good enough to at least recognise the importance of these platforms in human culture, mm -hmm. and so that they they have really ramped up um, you know the value and benefit to your search engine rankings uh, on the basis of you know activity 
and uh, mentions that your business or website gets in social media. Okay, so, so it's never going to go to waste posting your content not. on social media. Absolutely Brilliant. not, yeah. Um, social media marketing is um, absolutely worth it purely on the basis of search engine optimization. If SEO is an important you know, aspect of um, driving um, you know, value to your business. Yeah, okay. And we've also, um, we've also got a point here about posting event listings. If you're a business that hosts events, every now and then mm-hmm. uh, so there's a bunch of event directories like Eventbrite and Event Finder where you can um, create an event and include a link to your website there so yeah, brilliant totally. little opportunity yeah, yeah. events are a really um, you know, sterling way to market a business generally yeah. you know, because it helps you to position as an expert gain trust uh, forge real connections which you know, generate you know, long lasting benefits um, as well as a really authentic, genuine way to build links. Yeah, <laughs> so you're going to love that. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Awesome. So we're going to put a bit of a synopsis of all of those tips and tricks for backlink building in the show notes. Mm-hmm. Uh, Grace, are there any other things that we need to be mindful of? Yeah, so we, um, we kind of talked about this a little bit earlier, but basically if you ever see an opportunity to build a backlink, you just need to make sure that the site you're building it on is... Uh, credible mm-hmm. and that you trust it so obviously there's going to be a bit of a sort of gut feeling that'll happen there you know if you go to a site and you're seeing as you said typos blank pages mm-hmm. uh, you can't find out who owns the business or what it's about then it's probably not a great place to build a backlink sure. you also want to be checking those um, domain rankings to just make sure that um, the site's got a good backlink profile itself and it'll carry weight yeah, and link juice. It helps, it helps you to prioritise your time. You yeah, know? yeah. If you're, if, you're, um, you know, if you've got six hours in a month that you want to dedicate to backlink building, then you, you, you probably want to you know, make sure that you're focusing on sites which you know, have the most you know, potential to, to, to yield value for you. So if you've got one site which has got a domain rank of 70 and another one of 20, you know where you're going to spend your time, don't you? Exactly, yeah. And um, just another note that, yeah, the sort of services that offer hundreds and thousands of backlinks, probably best to stay away from them. It's it's just not worth the big red flag that Google could be, you know, mm. putting against your site. Yeah, absolutely. You don't want to get put on the naughty list. No, yeah. definitely not. Um and just quickly as well, wanted to touch on the difference between do follow, no follow links. Yeah, for sure. So there's um, you know a little bit of con- controversy and confusion about this out there in the marketplace as well. So essentially, um, Google uh, implemented a policy of making paid links no follow a little while back. So they ask you as a publisher or a, you know a, a, an advertising platform if if you do um, you know give. The, a website a link but you've been paid for that service in any way so for instance if you're uh, you know if somebody's bought a sponsored article on a, on a publisher magazine website that that link be marked as no follow mm-hmm. and technically what that does is tell search engine crawlers not to follow that link through to the destination site right. however however massive caveat here the um, no-fellow links are actually still counted towards the backlink profile of a website, mm-hmm. okay? And having a healthy natural mix of no-follow and do-follow links 
is uh, is going to be much better overall for a website than having all do follow links, which looks a bit weird and unnatural and just wouldn't normally occur. So right. that in itself is going to be a red flag for Google. Okay, yeah. right, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So no follow links um, can actually help to establish trust, even though I've heard people out there saying exactly the opposite. Okay, so. Um, a normal website over you know, the period of uh, general marketing and, and, and time in business will naturally accrue both do follow it and no follow links. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. If you want to um, you know, go out there with an active link building kind of campaign, you're probably you know, going to want to target more do follow links mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah. But you uh, do want to have a bit of natural feel to your, um, your efforts as well. Yeah. yeah. Exactly right. Okay. Yeah. Um, so I think um, we should just finish up by um, uh, hat tipping to um, a few important people in the link um, building uh, industry out there that are doing really great work at the moment and they might, might be worth um, following for a little bit of further reading if you want to get deeper into this. Mm-hmm. Um, so there is um, Brian Dean at Backlinko who has um, you know pioneered a number of different um, almost productized certain strategies for link building and is just a, a, just an absolute master, really really cool kind of dude. I can't, don't know him personally, just put him <laughs> on the basis of how he communicates and what he's doing. A lot of respect there. Um, Neil Patel is like, you know, the living legend um, uh, who is just an absolute master of all things SEO, paid search um, as well um, and, and, and is just a super cool dude because he just runs these experiments that everybody else would be too scared to do because of the amount of money that he puts behind them in terms of like A-B split testing, you know, particular theories that he has about how Google works and whatnot. Yeah. So um, he forges all of this, you know, completely original, unique um, data that nobody else can do just because he's a he's a data hound. He's crazy, mm. you know. He gets he you know get gets something in his mind, and there's nothing that is going to stop him from working out whether that is true or not. And he wants to go back to scientific principles to prove it. Mm. So love that guy. Yeah, but uh, he also communicates that data in such an easily readable way. Yeah, it's it's really easy to understand yeah. always in in yeah. his um his findings. Yeah. And the last one there is uh, probably, you know, got the most profile, uh, Rand Fishkin, Wizard of Moz, um, you know, owner of the best beard in the biz. <laughs> um, uh, he does uh, the Whiteboard Fridays, which are kind of essential viewing for anyone who's um, serious about a continuing education in the field of SEO and organic traffic. Um, so yeah, he's uh, he's got a new book out, Lost and Founder, and um, you should go and buy that and support him because he's done amazing things for uh, for the industry. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, so we'll put all of that in the show notes and all the other resources we mentioned in the podcast as well. Awesome, been a pleasure, Grace. <laughs> Thanks, Lawrence. Thank you for listening to the Keyword on the Street podcast. This has been a production of Lance Montana, a digital marketing agency based in Brisbane, Australia. For more great free resources, go to lancemontana.com.au.